You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 518. Still need a Mac or PC? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Podcast, and I'm powering right through. I'm powering right through Gary's. Sorry, Gaz's interruption. Yeah, who the hell? Who's the hell? This Kenny. Uh, This Kenny. Kenny. Who's the hell hell of him? The two talk. I do not do. (laughs) How you doing tonight, Gaz? Um, Sponrific. I've just come back from our holiday, and it was. Fabulous, as we I'm sure we'll talk about. But uh, yes, I'm very I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Uh doing okay, doing okay. Did you do any cool Mac stuff or, or iOS stuff while you were on vacay? Well, actually, <laughs> although I've been away, I pretty much took most of my Apple stuff with me. To be perfectly honest with you, I had a bit of a complete disaster with the SIM before I went away. My phone SIM because I moved from I was I've been with GifGaf for a little while or GifJaf, however you want to pronounce them, and they seem to have got that, worse and is worse. That a... It's a it's a network. Okay, it's a network. And I've been with them for a while and, you know, it was, it was one of the cheapest options I could find. It was backboned on the back of O2, which, as you may well remember, O2 was, uh, exclusive, had exclusive, um, exclusiveness on the iPhone Exclusivity. for the first of years. Yeah, for the first couple of years. And, uh, you know, they've got a reasonable back, uh, a reasonable network in the UK. But recently, the GIFGAF, GIFJAF um, network seems to have got worse and worse. And I, I was never being able to pick up 3G or then I'd get 3G and it would drop out to something else. So before I went away on holiday or the week in between, I, I tried to organize a um, move to Virgin Mobile because that's who I'm with at home. Um, I'm with Virgin at home and they do cheaper deals and my daughter's and my wife's on Virgin. So calls between it, all of us is all free. So, um, that makes it, you know, reasonable to go with them. Anyway, they sent me a SIM card and the SIM card wasn't activated against the number transfer that I wanted because oh. I wanted to keep the number that I had. I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to talk about this story, but anyway, while I'm going on about it. Anyway, so that, that failed. So I had to go and buy, before we went away, another SIM card from them, like a pay-as-you-go. And, and actually, I didn't have to buy it. it was free, I think it was free with some credit, and then you had to top it up. Something I can't remember. Anyway, I got this card, so I'd got, you know, um, some sort of mobile package when I went down on holiday. So I had my iPhone, and I was able to use that. I took the iPad, um, and we used that because every place that we stayed at had varying degrees of speed of Wi-Fi. And I also took the MacBook Air, which uh, I don't, I think I've spoken about this before. What I do is I take the MacBook Air, I've got a, um, uh, a separate hard drive. Um, fast hard drive, which I basically put all of the photos on and I go through the process of updating the photos in iPhoto, making all the changes, making all my keywords on it, et cetera, et cetera, and making any sm- slight adjustments that I want right. to to the photos, deleting a load. 
Um, I think I deleted about 176 of the photos, 180 odd photos. Um, so it makes that process easy because I do it on a daily basis. And then what, what I'll do when I come back is obviously merge that using um, iPhoto Library Manager into my main library, which obviously now sits on that spare hard drive which I've installed on my Mac Mini. Do you see? Do you, do you see what I've done there? I'm all yeah. I've been on holiday, but it's all Mac related. Um, but so yeah, we pretty much had lots of Mac stuff, and I was doing lots of Mac stuff, and um, it wasn't too intrusive. I, I did the blog. I don't know whether you uh, spotted any of the pages from the blog. You you may not have done, but basically, I, I've I've got a um, a blog about which I've called the longest walk. It's called the Walk Blog on the Malpastowers dot com website. Was this like separate uh, I, from the other stuff that you've got on there? Yeah, this is separate from Gazmaz because this is really, you know, as, as, as far as I'm concerned, this is really us. This is like Malpas Towers. You know, I've, I've had MalpasTowers.com as a, uh, quite some time as a, a website. And I've blogged basically the, um, uh, the 15 days, which it is now, of what we're calling the longest walk, um, because it's 630 miles long, this walk, and we're doing it from Minehead round to Pool. And this basically details each of the days as, as we go through. So it, it's all on there. We've done one week or just about one week uh, since 2012. And um, we're now, uh, I think we're now at about 150 miles or something we've done so far. Yeah, we're over 150 miles. So we've only got just about 480 miles to go, Guy, really. Wow. <laughs> But we walk, we walk in, it's just fantastic. And there's photos on there. So basically I just blog, you know, what we've done, how the day was, you know, where we stopped. Um, and I put links to a lot of the places and a lot of the things we've done, which I think makes it, you know, a little bit more interesting. Sure. And I also put a load of pictures up. So that's one of the reasons I take the, the, the MacBook Air with me and I do all of that stuff and then I upload those, those pictures to the blog as well. So I've got the three separate years uh, walk uh, pictures so you can go over there and you can just skim over the, the the thumbnails and then just click on them and they'll they'll basically increase in size and then you can just go through a slide show of them if you want to or just pick individual ones and um basically they're free if anybody wants to download them but I'd, you know i'm not that bothered um now i've said that i shouldn't have done but there you go um i'm quite happy for them to be out there um, and uh, the pictures, obviously, just uh, a selection of pictures that um, I've taken through the course of the, the holiday. Um, but I couldn't really do it without the the MacBook Air because I use Rapid Weaver um, oh, okay. as the site builder, um, which you know gives me some um, some flexibility in in the niceness of the site that I load up. Well, to, now wait although, a second. Obviously. Uh, I was, didn't you, didn't you use, you used to do that with, uh, iWeb, right? I used to use iWeb, yeah, but when it disappeared, um, I'd had Rapid Weaver, Weaver for a long time, but I, I stuck with iWeb before I then uploaded, um, or updated Rapid Weaver when iWeb basically disappeared because it can do a lot more. There were, there are a lot more things that I could do. Sure. Um, with Rapid Weather. But if iWeb was still live and they were still, you know, updating it, I'd have stuck with iWeb to be honest with you. Well, how how did you how did you make the migration? Actually, you know what? This would be uh, this it? would be a really really good topic for another week. Well, let's do well let's do let's talk about that another week. Let's talk about that another week. Okay. So, yeah, uh, because um you know, there there are people out there that that are still using iWeb mostly because that's that's what they know as far as, you know, yeah. making websites yeah. go. 
So yeah, yeah. so let's uh, let's let's use that for another week because I think that's a really good topic. Uh, cool. um, on my side, I you know because I've I've uh, I switched over to uh, a different ISP I guess sometime last year, and yep. uh, when I when I did that, they sent me a router that has Wi-Fi built into it, and th- the way that my network used to be set up was I basically just had a, a, a dumb router that connected to the internet, and then I was using mm-hmm. an Airport Extreme for connectivity between all the devices in the house. Snap. Right. So as soon as as soon as we switched ISPs, I tried to set it up that way again. And I I had some issues, but I, I kind of powered through it. But what Well we know you've got issues. Yeah, yeah. Not even counting my network problems. Uh one <laughs> of the things that that uh, I've been talking about doing for a long time was uh a live show. With either you and me, or just me, or, or whoever, and you know, we talked about this a little while ago, and we, t- we you know, yeah. we're talking about it slightly, you know, a little bit before the show, but don't want to go into that right now. But one of the problems I had was when I had my my Mac Pro connected to the Airport Extreme, I couldn't get out using Nicecast to the the player that I had set up in in this other site that that you know. The two of us are kind of building together. And so what I would have to do is is physically remove the cable because it's hardwired from the airport extreme and put that into uh, the other ISP's router. But as soon as I would do that, all the Apple TVs would stop working. You know, any any iTunes connectivity that anybody in the house needed wouldn't work because it was all looking for it through a connection through the Apple TV. And I, I looked at the back of this router, and it's basically it's a um, ten one hundred, uh, you know, Ethernet switch, which you know is not exactly blazing fast since the the Airport Extreme is is gigabit Ethernet. Yeah. But then I started thinking about my connectivity to the web in general, and it's like fifty sixty megabits or megabytes, megabits, megabytes. I always get that mixed up. But it's it's certainly not going to go beyond the the ten one hundred Ethernet that's part of this this router that I got from uh, my ISP. Right. And the only thing I've it would got, really I've got, affect, a, I've got a side step. I've got a side step. Yeah, go ahead on that. But you carry no, you carry on for the time. Okay, well, I was going to say the only thing step. that it would really affect would be file transfers in between computers here in the house. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's where I was going to go. Okay, okay. But how often, you know, the, the only thing that, that that really would affect at all would be content from iTunes here on my Mac Pro or through a, a, a separate hard drive connected onto my Mac Pro to any of the other computers in the house or to the Apple TVs. But honestly, I, I still don't think that when you have... Uh, internal connections of up to a hundred hundred megabits per second that it's really going to make that much of a difference going to an Apple TV, which kind of has to do its own thing before it starts to show it anyway. Um, I think it all depends how many people you got got in the house doing stuff at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that I'd. Uh, I'd say there. Yeah. Well, the other thing we, the other thing I did, so I, I've basically removed 
the airport extreme from the network. And now right. <clears throat> everything is connected up through the router that I got from uh, so far. I haven't named ISP because they don't pay us, so I'm not going to say their name. And the other thing, the other thing that I did, I had a, a Western Digital uh, MyLive drive. A, it's a three terabyte drive that's basically yep. connects up through Ethernet, and you can set it up for uh, cloud services outside of the house. So if if I'm going to like MacWorld, I can put files that I don't want to put onto either my laptop or my iPad and have them resonate there. And if I need them, they're available through, you know, Wi-Fi. You always want to do something like that. Do you know, folks, if you set up a cloud service in your house, do not attempt to download gigabit or gigabyte size files from your cloud service through your data connection on your carrier because all that will do, number one, it'll take forever. Number two, you'll find your data caps are just getting hammered. So don't do that. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. So I, I've got all that done, you know, uh, simplified my network, reconnected the Ethernet connected hard drive whose password I'd forgotten. So I had to go completely through the setup all over again. And now we've got all kinds of, of, of connected and non-connected goodness no matter where we go. Excellent. And I'm so sorry I deleted I, I, your tip. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's in the show notes, folks. I, I, I came back today, it was quite late, and I was thinking, oh, I hope, I hope Guy's done the, uh, done the, some of the show notes so I don't have to go onto the site and do all, because I don't just copy and paste them from the site. I do a bit of formatting and then put them back in. And then I had a couple of tips which I'd put in and I, I'd left them from previous. And I came in and there was no show notes up yet, which is fair enough. Uh, you know, that was perhaps a bit uh, too expectant for me because Guy does do uh, um, the other stuff when it comes to editing the show and putting stuff for the middle section and also finding stupid languages. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a new one down and, here, by and, the way. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's not a problem. I'll do that. And I'll say, well, at least I've got a tip. I don't know. I have to go searching for a tip. And I, I scroll down in the show notes to tip, and it's been deleted. No! Oh! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me Well, laugh. once you stop, you know, saying bad things about me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy. So, oh, um, <laughs> before before we go off on to the the mymac.com recent articles, uh, anyone who has not yet entered the contest for Photo Magico, uh, as supplied by Boinks, and thanks a lot to Boinks, you're too late. The contest is over, and a longtime listener, not only to to mymac.com, but many of the the Stoplight Network uh, podcast, Dorothy Yamamoto. She won, and she has already done uh, something with the software that we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's already something up, and, and there'll be a link to uh, what it was that she has used the software for. And this is just so far. This was like a spur-of-the-moment thing that she did. Uh, there'll be a link to it in the show notes. But, Excellent. Yep. Good man. You're a, I, don't, I don't care what I say about you. It's all lies. <laughs> I'm a credit to my species. <laughs> you're, a, you're a credit to... Or whatever that is. Um, Something. A credit to, um, you're a credit. Uh, you're a credit. Yeah, yeah. 
And we take imperial credits here. We do. We do. Should we go over to we the... We should, because um, I have no <laughs> idea where I was going with that. <laughs> okay. Um, first on the MyMac.com website, take control of podcasting on the Mac. I think you need this book. Um, <laughs> I actually bought take it. I did. <laughs> Take control of podcasting on the Mac. This is a book review by Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Beginning to produce a podcast can be a little intimidating. Which software do I use to record? How do I choose a mic? Should I use GarageBand or Dacity or another program for editing? Those questions and many more are answered in Take Control of Podcasting on the Mac. That's from the Take Control series of books ever if you hadn't already guessed yeah yeah and i did uh once i saw that review over at my mac and it was a couple days ago when i saw it uh i went ahead and bought the book you wouldn't know i've been podcasting since like 2006 2007 <sighs> someone needs to take control of my brain i think uh next one up is the ihome lightning i almost said lighting ihome lightning clock radio for the iPhone, <laughs> that's my really awful lightning sound effect. Uh, this is a review by Vicky. It's Vicky Stokes, Miss Stokes to dying gas. The uh, the iHome lighting <laughs> or lightning clock radio features an FM clock radio with six preset channels and a lightning dock connector for the iPhone iPod allowing you to charge and play. You can wake up to FM radio or music from your iPhone playlist. The small footprint of this unit makes it ideal, just ideal, for the bedroom, nightstand, or office desk. And you can find that over at mymac.com. Paco, <laughs> the unwinnable game. I hate games this like that. This is a review by Mr. Psy Girl. This is Nam Jimo. Oh, wait, no, wrong one. What's the message? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the premise. Take a car with no brakes and an accelerator stuck to the floor in a parking lot filled with obstacles. Now add insane police that have absolutely no sense of self-preservation when it comes down to their one goal, to get you. That's the basics for an iOS game called Paco by Tree Men Games. And, um, Guy. Yeah. <laughs> when you say unwinnable, was it really that difficult? Uh, well, there'll be, it, it's actually my app pick this week. So, uh, okay, cool. We'll come on to it later. Yeah. And anyway, there's a review. Not only is it an app pick this week, so you'll hear about it later, a more in-depth review is over on the website. With pictures. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Next up, our favorite way to end this section, TechFan174. TechFan United. Manchester United Premier League Arcade Games Photo Magic Contest Winner, just like we had, Etherpad Fail, and Tech Ninjas. All that and more. How could they have all of that in just one podcast? Impossible. I don't. Impossible. 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 On TechFan. Um, and, and I just noticed that actually he must have missed the O of Photomagico. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> now, yeah I did, have you listened to it? No, I haven't had a chance to hear it yet. Mm. Did they, did they yeah. actually cram me? all that in there? Yeah. Yeah. And um, you... you <laughs> 
I'm not going to say anything if you've not listened to it yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did somebody's name come up in it? Yes, hmm. but not who, who you think. Oh. But anyway, I'll let you listen and then we might chat next Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, all that and more on the Tech Fan Podcast number 174, which I have to go and listen to now. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to be a writer for MyMac.com and have us... And why wouldn't you? I know, that's why the part I don't on, get. Tell me, why wouldn't you? Well, we do talk about their articles each week. Yeah, that's, well, yeah, but it's all in good fun, you know? Yep. Oh. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Holy crap on a cracker. I cannot believe that sneeze. Uh, I'll tell you you what happened over here when you did that. What's that? My window shut. Now I have to wipe off my microphone. Ew. (laughs) Well, after that, if you'd still like to be a writer for MyMac.com, get a hold of uh, John Nemo. This is Nam Gmo. Oh, Gmo. What's the message? The message is right for the MyMac.com podcast, and you can do that by sending Nam Gmo at uh, Nemo at MyMac.com an email, which I just said, with an example of your writing, and let's get you and your words on page or on, on a web page for MyMac.com. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you've got a funny name. Yeah, we love funny names. Because if it isn't funny, we'll make it funny. We make it. <laughs> we make it funny. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. We make it funny to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and we don't mean nothing by it. We just have a good time. No. No. Anyway, what's the next bit? Uh, well, nothing really on Google Plus this week or Facebook, uh, though there is some Facebook news. But Everyone's on holiday. That's I know, funny. but uh, that'll come up later. Uh, nothing particularly from email, though we, there was a Twitter comment from uh, Clive Hammett, and he's thinking about, uh, I was saying this earlier, he's thinking about getting a Mac Mini and was wondering about monitors and was asking for suggestions. And that actually uh, that brought up some stuff in Twitter, including from from somebody. Hmm. Uh, well, for one thing, fearless leader Tim Robertson says, "Keep it under three hundred dollars. Look at the Dell site. Good monitors at good prices. Depends on the size." That, There's been a couple of other suggestions. Yeah, as well. yeah, that's your cue. Oh, a couple of the comments. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want me to Yours. do? Yours. <laughs> Mine. Yeah. Oh yes, I said something as well. Didn't yeah, I, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh dear, because there's been something. There's been another couple as well. I said I wholeheartedly agree. I use two Dells at home, and I think they're great. We also had a mention from Scott, our good friend Scott. I use Dell monitors too. They're nice and they've lasted forever for me. We also had one from Timothy Gregoire. I have two Aces, but I've also dealt with de- uh, dealt with a ton of Dells, no problems. So, it d- looks like Dells is, is the way to go if you're at, at all unsure. And I know that they're reasonably priced as well. Yeah, I've actually I actually have two monitors here in front of me. One is a ViewSonic, which I really like. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're good. And the other one I have is an Acer, uh, but they're both like twenty two, twenty one inches, and uh, yeah. There's a there's a computer store here that I've talked about a couple times, uh, Micro Center, and they have a couple of 27 inch uh, LCD displays for under 
two hundred dollars. And the specs aren't was, the specs are not bad. Now, one thing you have to remember about cheap monitors is if you do a lot of work in video or you do a lot of work with photographs, the colors are not going to be as accurate as what you would get with more expensive monitors. Can I stop you sure. there and say that even with more expensive monitors, you should actually um, calibrate your, your devices. Yes. So even if you've got a cheaper monitor, you, I, think they, I think there's an, a, an application or a device called a spider. I think that's the name. I'll do some digging while you're talking. But the, it, I think you're better in all cases, whatever the price, to see if you can actually calibrate your machine. Right. But the only real problem is if you buy a cheap monitor... You can't necessarily return it if, if you can't calibrate it to your liking later. Okay, and it's spy. There's a, 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 a oh my word, he's done it again. Sorry, sorry. There's a device called the Spider, spelt S P Y D E R four, and there's various different. Um, I mean, I think there's other spiders as well out there, or other type of um, devices which are similar to the spider and basically it will uh, do some color calibration on your machine because one of the biggest things that i've heard people do is you know they'll they'll take an image they'll adjust it on their device on their machine they'll get a good printer they've already got a good printer and they actually want to print that that off they print it off and they say it looks nothing like the the image on the screen well it, unless your screen is calibrated it may well not do yeah when i see spiders that's what I do. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it for the uh, the first part of the MyMac.com podcast. Number, what number are we on? 518. I knew that. I knew that without having to look like I just did. <laughs> you liar, liar. I am. I am so lying. I had to go and look. So why don't you get us out of here, Gaz? Okay. Goodbye. Mm, there no, we go. No, sorry. Stand by to... Stand by and we'll be right back. That was fast. Hello, people. My name is Peter Bird, and I am the host of the Deep Look podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives, or the things they're interested in, or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there and to learn. If that appeals to you or you like that idea or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. This is Cole Madden from the Mac and Fall podcast, and I love listening to the G-Men because they remind me just how good I am in comparison. Second section of the MyMac podcast number 518. You see, I didn't forget the number we were on. What number was that again? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> um, now, you've put a question in here. Shall I ask the question? Ask the question. Guy? Can an iPad do what most people want from a laptop or desktop? Question mark. <laughs> well, Gaz, an odd person who was talking from Gaz's end, uh, I guess you kind of have to start 
with uh, what most people typically use their computers for. And mostly right now, at least as far as this particular topic, we're talking about uh, at home. Uh, as far as, as you know, using an iPad away from home as compared to another computer, uh, that that's almost a separate type of question, at least as far as the way I've got this, this configured here. Uh, this is more along the lines of uh, your, you know, your computer, whatever it is, whether it's a Mac or a PC, is is getting old or starting to die or has died, and you need to replace it. Uh, could you go out and just get an iPad and do the things that you typically used that computer for? And so, what we're going to kind of do here is talk about the things that t- people typically do with their computers and whether or not uh, an iPad could also do them. So, to start yep. off with uh, email, I think that that's that's pretty much a given that almost any any phone or tablet. Uh, regardless of who makes them, isn't going to have a problem with email. Uh, surfing the web, certainly. That yeah, that I mean yeah, it, yeah. If you've got lots of uh, accounts, uh, the more accounts you've got, I think the more difficult it is to handle them on uh, about a email? mobile device. Put it doesn't doesn't really need to be whether it's an iPhone or an iPad or, or some of that. I think you know it's uh, so if you've just got you know a, a few email accounts, then you're probably going to be fine. It can be done with multiple email accounts, but it, I think it's just the uh, the act of having lots of uh, email accounts to um, administer becomes probably a little bit more difficult, but not impossible. Well, now, do you use Apple's email uh, program on the iPad? I do actually, yes. How do you yes, like I, it? I pretty much where I can, guy. I tend to try and stick with Apple's software. Now, you know that has its its good sides and its bad sides. Um, but you know, I, I, I hear a lot of complaints about mail, but I actually don't find it any problem at all. Yeah, I. With the, 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 go ahead. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say that you know I don't think that there are any. There are probably processes that I could do with a lot better, um, but to be perfectly honest with you, I, you know, I really don't find it a problem. Really, don't find it a problem. Yeah, I'm. I'm not overly impressed with the the mail program in iOS, and I really, really wish that there was. Uh, and I'm sure there is, and I just haven't looked uh, that there was something better. Uh, one of the problems I have. With email, and this is a problem everybody has, is uh, spam. You know, just garbage that you get yeah, from yeah, whoever. Yeah. And scrolling through on an iPad all of the garbage and, and tr- you know, trying to, to get through that on multiple accounts can, can just be a real pain in the neck. And I, I don't particularly care for it. But, I mean, it does do email and it does it as well or better. <clears throat> than most other devices of its type, so I guess we're we're kind of in agreement there. Uh, uh, yeah, surfing the web, unless unless for whatever reason uh, you go to a lot of sites that uh, that use Flash. Oh, damn it! Hold on, let me <laughs> let me start that again. Unless you go to a lot of sites that use, then you'll have a problem if if you go to a lot of sites that use that particular plugin because the uh, the built-in browsers the Safari browser for the iPad does not do so you'll have to find something now you can also use Google's uh, Chrome browser which has 
Yes. Built into it. And, and <laughs> you are getting your money. I right am. Now, I am. Well, it's not Brian Bessie, it's Queen. But, but we, we had a bit of a conversation, which you might or may not hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're getting your money's worth out. I am. I am. Uh, do you use Safari or do you use a different browser? With No, I use Safari. I use Safari. I'm quite happy with Safari. I use, um, you know, the, it links up with the preferences. Um, and, um, and bookmarks I think and it links that, yeah. up anyway. Bookmarks, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I use it. Again, pretty much try and stay with Apple stuff where I can. Yeah, the only part that it gets kind of weird is sites where you have uh, passwords and things along those lines because mm-hmm. uh, Safari, mm-hmm. along with every other program that, that's on your iPad, is sandboxed. So if you use a yeah. password manager like 1Password, it is not easy to take those uh, encrypted, you know, use it. So... So here's where you've just made a complete liar of me. Um, I don't only just use Safari. <laughs> <laughs> you use the browser if in one password. Going, if I know, I, yeah, if I know I'm going to a site which needs my password or needs my username and password, I'll go into One Password and just go straight into there and open it direct from One Password on the on the iPad. Yeah, and that's not a bad browser. No, no, it's it's a um, what's the what's the back end name? Well, it's still WebKit. What? WebKit, that's yeah. it. That's it, yeah. And from what I understand in iOS 8, uh, there'll be some changes made to 1Password where you'll actually be able to use it with Safari, which will be a good thing. I don't know if you'd heard that. Yes. That will be, that will be excellent. Yeah. Um, as far as other stuff that people typically do, uh, create and edit uh, MS Word and Excel documents. Well, now... Anyway, uh, oh, <laughs> it's because we're early. Stupid phone. And not only that, I, I can't hear you because I, I pulled the cord out of my headphone. I was, I was so angry. There, I got the cord back in, but the phone is still bleeding. Stu- uh, I hate you, phone. Phone, I hate you. And I'm taking the battery out right now. Die, phone. Uh, Stupid phone. I know, I know. Well, see, this is why I bought that book. Taking care of, or <laughs> what the hell's the name? Take control of podcasting on the Mac for the. <laughs> and and in chapter one, it says unplug your phone. Stupid. <laughs> What are you, stupid sure, moron? Make sure you turn off any <laughs> external device. That it will make a lot of noise and be disturbing, dummy. Before you, before you make a right idiot. That's what that, and that's what it says in the book. Guy, you're an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Well, it, anyway. it should sometimes. So uh, Microsoft has now created Office. Oh, God. Has created Office for iOS. So creating and editing uh, Microsoft Word and Excel documents as well as as some of the other formats that that supports uh, is certainly a lot easier uh, than it was. There were some programs that could do some of it, but there were, as usual, uh, formatting problems and font problems, things along those lines. A lot of that has gone away now that Microsoft has has kind of, you know, given the Pope's blessing on uh, Office for uh, iOS. Uh, watching movies. Well, that's that's it's kind of a given. I don't even know why I put that there. Yes, the iPad allows you to watch movies and listen to music and play games, as long as those particular games are native to iOS. 
uh, some of the games that it's not going to play are games that are based on. So you got to make sure, <laughs> make sure that whatever games it is that you want to play on your iPad don't require. Yeah, that that thing that I've played way too many times now. What what is it? What is it? That, oh, uh, that? let me see. That's called. Yeah, yeah, and uh, frankly, the whoever it was that wrote that song. That's what I've got to say. Stop playing oh. that song, guy. <laughs> yeah, you you would have shot Freddie Mercury. Is that what you're oh, saying? Well, I don't know if he wrote that song. <laughs> oh, I think it might have been Freddie. Right, well, I'll tell you what, you carry on and I'll do a little research. <laughs> but I thought Freddie Mercury and Queen wrote the song. So you're about to kill one of the biggest bands <laughs> that was in the universe. <laughs> well, not on purpose. <laughs> I would have made it at least look like an accident. <laughs> oh, how did we get so out of control here? Um, I don't know. Carry some on. of the some of the other things that you, anyway, Brian May wrote it, so you can still kill him. Okay. <laughs> good, it's good. So I've, I've I I have a plan. I have a cunning plan. <laughs> Uh, some of the other things that you might use a, a laptop or desktop computer for at the home uh, that you may or may not be able to do with the iPad would be uh, configure your home network. And if that home network has uh, browser-based router controls, yes, you can over Wi-Fi. Um, this one, I wasn't really sure what to say. Configuring a Wi-Fi router. Uh, the iPad can, depending on how the Wi-Fi router is configured. If it's browser-based, yes. If it uses either Windows or OS X configuration tools, probably not. However, if it's not configured to start with, how does the iPad connect to it? So, yeah, I don't really, I, I didn't think about that as I was writing that down. Uh, if 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 your Wi-Fi router has to be configured ahead of time, you probably won't be able to do that with an iPad. Uh, configure network attached storage, browser-based, yes, over Wi-Fi. Uh, specialized Windows or OS X software, no. Uh, get And this is kind of weird. Uh, get iTunes or Amazon con content. Yes, the iPad can. The problem is how that content is stored. And for faster access at your home, you naturally want it to be local on your network. And with network-attached storage, you can keep it there and access it when you please on an iOS or Android device, though it's obviously uh, much easier to do if you have a computer. Now, this next one is, is kind of ironic. Uh, use an Apple TV, which is another, obviously, Apple device. Uh, not You can't really use the iPad for it easily, since iTunes content typically needs a computer running iTunes to access uh, locally stored content that you've purchased from iTunes. Now, you can use AirPlay to upload from an iOS device into the Apple TV, but it first needs to be on uh, some kind of storage device that the iPad can connect to and stream from. Um Many have of which there are plenty. Oh yeah! As a matter of fact, I use one. I, I take one with me on the road from Seagate, the uh, the Wireless Plus yep. that I still owe. I yep. still owe John a review on this. I've had this thing for 
almost a year, and I still have yet to do a review on it. But I will tell you, I wouldn't have admitted that on on the uh... well because it's just sometimes things just get in the way. But I will tell you, and I'll say this on the air: um, the the Seagate Wireless Plus. This is a, a mobile storage device. It has uh, one terabyte of storage. Here I am doing a quick review, and uh, it works really, really well. It it charges via USB, and again, you have a terabyte of storage. You can connect to it from your iPad over Wi-Fi and then stream content from it onto like an Apple TV. And it's a, it's a great little device. It's not really super expensive. And for people looking for uh, a way to have more storage with with portable devices like the iPhone or the iPad, I would highly recommend the Seagate Wireless Plus. And yes, John, I will finish writing the review for it to put up on the website. But that's my little my little quick plug for it. I, I really do like it, and I've had several people anyway, ask me for it. Back to the subject in hand. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so many have many have iOS applications that make it easier to to uh, take care of content that you have purchased through either, you know, uh, Amazon or iTunes or whoever. Uh, but it's hardly as simple as just selecting it from iTunes and playing it. And uh, I kind of said that already. You can purchase, you can stream purchase content from Apple over an Apple TV, uh, but it's not going to be uh, instant, satis- uh, instant satisfaction because especially like if you buy uh, an HD movie and that HD movie is, you know, five to nine gigs, depending on, on, you know, how long that particular movie is, it can be some time before you'll actually be able to watch it from your Apple TV. If you have that purchase stored only with Apple. So ironically, a streaming content device from Roku or Amazon, in my opinion, might be a better match for a computerless home. What do you think about that? Other than iTunes content. Yeah, it is. A, I, I've actually been and bought the uh, Chromecast device mm-hmm. <clears throat> because there are lots of other applications also which are now subscribing and being able to use that on the iOS device. So, you know, Apple don't like you using the Chromecast, but there are lots of other applications which allow you to um, stream to the Chromecast device. But I also bought it exactly for that, for other uh, other content. Of course, you, you could try and hack your Apple TV, although the newer ones I think are a little bit more difficult to hack these days. Um, and... Uh, We've got a feeling that there might be a new Apple TV coming out soon. Uh, the reason for that is because there seems to be an awful lot of vouchers. Sorry, you broke up on me then, Guy. I didn't say anything. Ah, well, perhaps someone else was talking to me then. Oh, we might. I might have just got a bit of that feedback again. Anyway, th- there's a lot of vouchers on the Apple TV, uh, which are, are going with them through Apple at the moment. So I'm wondering whether there's going uh, to be an update soon. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that the restrictions on the Apple TV, uh, and and this is Apple's whole plan. It's their whole business plan. So I understand why they do it. But it does force you a little bit to go, obviously, to a, another device to be able to, um, you know, stream content um that you might have which isn't through the the itunes world it does make it a little bit restrictive and cranky, <laughs> cranky <yes. laughs> 
Now, something else that that a lot of people do at home, and I do this as well, uh, is rip existing CDs or DVDs that you own to your content library. And, of course, the answer to that is a big fat no. You cannot do either one of those things from an iPad. Um, mm. Editing photos, there's actually several. Oh, did you have something to say about that? No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. You can okay. Uh, for editing photos, there's actually several very, very good apps. Uh, now, they're not going to replace something like uh, Photoshop or Pixelmator, uh, but I happen to like uh, Art Studio, and I can't remember who makes it off the top of my head, or even Apple's own uh, iPhoto, which, you know, it's weird. I thought that a lot of like apps like iPhoto were included in iOS, and they're not. You have to pay for iPhoto um, for iOS. Really? Yeah. Ah, now, mm, now, hang on a minute. Not, but not for new devices. I think they include it on new devices that are being bought. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I'm a, not sure. I have a feeling that if if you've got an older device, I think you still have to buy it. But if you buy a new device, I think and I could be wrong here, but I've got a feeling that those applications actually come with new devices. Or they give you a voucher to them or something along those lines. Okay, well, I guess we'll find out when iOS 8 comes out because iPhoto is going to be replaced with uh, photos. Yeah. So we'll find out there. Yeah. So, yeah, you can edit photos on an iPad with some really, really good apps. Uh, editing video, and there's, you know, I, I was looking for and have talked about a multi-track editor for video in iOS, and I only found one in the past, and I thought I had, I thought I had a uh, a link to it, but I I do not off the top of my head. There's one from a from a company called Vodacoder. It used to be called First Video. Now it's called something else. That will let you edit multi-track video. And there's another one now, and I cannot find it. Shame on me. I should have had it here to discuss. But the, I guess the, the point is there are some great apps for editing video. Now, a lot, most people, when they edit video, don't care uh, whether it's multi-track or whatever. They just want to be able to go in, take the parts of the video that, that they've created and put them onto a track and then, and then output them. And some yeah. of the, some of the apps that I have used that do that very well, uh, one of the best ones is Pinnacle Studio. Uh, there's also a Real Director, which is available for both the iPhone and the iPad. And, of course, Apple's own iMovie. And any one of those three, at a relatively low cost, will let you edit video without any problem uh, on an iOS device. And uh, the next one I have here, and this is the last one I guess we'll talk about for, for this particular section, is editing audio. Now, again, this is something that I spent a lot of time looking at for the last three years when I was going to Macworld because I needed a, a good audio editor for iOS since I wasn't taking a laptop. And I've actually looked uh, in Android and on the Windows side to see if they had anything similar, but they really, really don't. And there are multiple apps that will do multi-track recording and editing 
in iOS. I had one of them is called Multitrack, which I have used. Uh, but the, the one that I used at the last Macworld Expo that I really liked was this one called, uh, Aurea, A-U-R-I-A. And if you need to record and edit multi-track audio, that is a fantastic app. It ties into Dropbox and it ties into, uh, what's that called? There's a, there's a, there's a thing. There's a thing that you can, uh, now have in iOS that allows you to move, uh, audio in between applications. I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head. But anyway, um, and the, oh, and I almost forgot. There's also GarageBand, but I frankly, I don't think it works very well. And I, I wouldn't recommend that for editing audio. Just way too many restrictions. No, I've tried, I've tried it and it, it, it isn't, it isn't straightforward. I think there are, you know, they've got some work to do on some of their, dev- their applications on, on that device. I mean, it's, it's, it, the, the link, I haven't got my iPad with me actually, but there is a, I think we're talking about that same app that you were trying to talk about, which links up, um, software and pulls in things. I think if that links up with the iPad, uh, with GarageBand on the iPad, which I think it now does, that makes it a little bit easier, but, um, it's still not that straightforward. Yeah, I wish I could remember the name of it, but I cannot, and I should, yeah. I should have had that. We'll probably, we'll probably remember it. After the end of this section, coming into the next section, and it'll be and it'll be too late, too late, and it'll be it'll it'll be seamless yeah. when we mention it. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll seem like we're brilliant, but of course, everyone listening knows better. Um, yeah, if you're looking to to buy a new computer, or if you're looking to uh, if you if you're like like me, where you administer computers for various people in, in your family, and I'm sure Gaz, you you end up kind of doing this as well. Uh, f- before you go out and have them buy a, a Windows laptop or a Mac laptop or a desktop or anything along those lines, find out what it is they actually use their computer for, and you may find you'll be able to go cheaper and have less maintenance headaches or questions to be answered with something like an iPad. I think it's, isn't it Dave? Yeah, I think, but also, isn't it Dave Hamilton? I'm sure it's Dave Hamilton that says, if you're going to buy a computer and you've got no idea how to administer or, you know, if you're going to need to speak to somebody about help with that device um, and you've got a friend who you know that's going to be the person you always go to, Buy the device that they know how to use. So if yeah. you've got a Mac friend, buy something which is Mac or, you know, iPad related. If you've got someone who you know will help you as a PC friend, buy a PC. Because if you're looking for free advice, they ain't going to help you if you ain't got what, they, what they they've use. got. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you shouldn't rely on your friends to be able to give you all that advice anyway. But, you know, at least they can point you in a general direction. But if you if someone comes on to me and says... Um, Gaz, I've got, I've got this problem with my Windows machine. I just go, <laughs> I shouldn't have bought a Windows machine. <laughs> I've got, the, I've got this obscure my, distro of, of Linux, as as, and, and I really need your help. It's like, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, that's as far as my help goes. <laughs> <laughs> I just made this OS, and I have no idea how it works. Can you help me? No, I really can't. I just can't. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it for this section. Uh, weird phone problems and, and forgetting stuff and all. Uh, if you have, if you have, uh, any suggestions or if you can think of anything, 
that an iPad <laughs> that an iPad could do uh, that's either similar to what uh, a, a Windows or OS X uh, base machine could do, or something that that those machines can do that people would typically use and you know wouldn't be able to do on an iPad. Uh, let us know through all the, the the various ways that that people can talk to us that we'll talk about in the next section. But in the meantime, Gaz, you know what? Well, I think that they should just stand by. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> to stand by. You thought I was going to go somewhere else, didn't you? No, I think you were going to go somewhere else. <laughs> Uh, and you're trying to recover it. No, 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 no. I'm good. And and okay. we'll, Brilliant, no, yeah, well, well done. You did. You you confused me there, guys. <laughs> I confuse many people, and we'll be right back. Hey, Tim. Ah, uh, Tim. We're going to do the show. I'm, dude, I'm playing Boba Fett pinball, man. But Tim, it's time for us to record Tech Fan. Well, this is about. Oh, dang it! Oh, it went in the Sarlacc pit. I hate when that happens. Tim, um, Tim, my. I know you like pinball, but we need yeah. to do our show. We okay. need to talk about technology and, and gadgets uh, and even video games, even pinball. And, oh, did you say something about pinball? Yeah, I did, but you weren't listening. Mm, I think I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, uh, Tech Fan. I think it's going to be a solo show. Go Boba Fett. Oh. Huh? I'm sorry. I'll put this down. What? Let's record a show. It's the Tech Fan Podcast, right here on the Stoplight Network. Excellence in mediocrity. The G-Men. On the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast, number 518. I didn't even have to peek for the week of August 17th. Or actually, I guess that's just today. It's not the week of August 17th. It's Sunday, the day of August 17th. How how did I even get started doing that? <laughs> so so confusing. I, I, I shake myself, and I, I don't get it sometimes. Here I go, shaking myself. <laughs> I'm, you know, if if it wasn't that time of the podcast, I'd be shaking my head, but I'm not. You're not? What are you doing? Well, what do you think? <laughs> Nodding your head. Yeah, oh, could be. Hit it. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases and tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tips. Such a stretch this week. <laughs> that was hard work. It was. Hard. It was like pulling teeth. And actually, I've got a feeling that a, pop, a lot of people might be using this tip, especially if they know us. Um, did you know that you can <laughs> block people on your Mac <laughs> through the Messages app? Did you know that guy? I wondered why all those people stopped responding to me. <laughs> all you have to do is open the messages app, go into the menu bar, click on settings, uh, click on the accounts tab, and then find the blocked tab on these. Um, there's two options. Basically, there's like one which is, oh, let me open it up and I'll describe it a lot better. 
And I, that echo is coming through and killing me at the moment, but there you go. Okay, so you go to message up, you go to preferences, which I missed it, and then you click on accounts, and then on accounts there's a blocked button. Click on the block button, then press the plus, and then you can choose the people you want to block, because obviously you can do this on the iPhone, but now you can do this on messages on the Mac. Now, one point of reference here, uh, and that the the both the person's phone number and email addresses will be added to that block list if you have both types of information in your contacts. Um, and in order to delete either or both, simply uh, select it and click the uh, the minus button, or is it the plus button? Oh, the God, minus this, button. This this, this 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 is getting worse. It, <laughs> Let me block somebody, I'll tell you. Yeah, basically, if if you've got both contacts... Hey, like you just disappeared. Email, what? Because <laughs> you blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so <sighs> if you've got a contact that's got a telephone number and an email, both of those will come up, so you can actually choose whether you want to block the email or the telephone number, and that's what the plus and the minus can be used for, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, point here... Apparently, no receipt will be sent to a blocked user um, telling them that you've blocked them or unblocked them. So don't worry about that sort of side of it if you're concerned about someone finding out. Um, And basically, I think you can also turn off... I think I've added a bit of a tip here, but we've done this previously. Um, And what I've said is if someone keeps bugging you, you don't actually block them, but you can turn them off in notifications... Um, now, I've actually covered that tip previously, I think. So if not, I'll mention it on another show yeah. just to keep you hooked. Well, it's too bad because sometimes you want to let people know that you're blocking them. I don't like you. Block, block, <laughs> block, block, block. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm nodding my head oh, in agreement. Excellent. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Is that the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Pig's ear of that tip. It's okay. It's kind of the general theme of the show, I think, this week. <laughs> and I have no idea what this audio yeah. is going to sound like. It could be really bad. That's not, that didn't sound like a pig at all, did it? That was a donkey. Yeah. Even, even our screw ups are not a going screw-up. so well. Do you have do you have a good app pick this week, Gaz? Yes, I flipping well do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Uh, I don't know. It's just one of the things I do when I'm on holiday is take a three sixty panorama picture. And there is a great app called 360 Panorama. And I think from memory, I have... Now you sound like a James Bond villain. Oh, from memory! (laughs) (laughs) I've actually um, chosen this before, but I used it uh, again this time on holiday. And if you go over to the malpastowns.com website and click on... I think You know what I just heard? It sounded like you said mouse towers. Malpass, M A L P A S T O W E R S. Malpass, not mal. Not mouse. There is a link on there to my um, 360 um, 
profile, which can show you all of the 360s that I've put up there. Now, this is a great service. It costs 99 cents, the app. But you can, you, you can upload them to the website, and that's it. The pictures just stay there. They don't charge you for any extras unless... Unless I haven't hit the limit yet, which could be the case. <laughs> I've actually used this app like as well. Three sixty pounds. Yeah, and it's cool as you're as you're like spinning with the camera. It's it's actually stitching yeah. it together as you're spinning around. Yes, and it's really cool to watch yeah. that. Now I, I found a little trick because it's best to actually the when I used it before, I used to take the picture and go up and down, move to my right, go up and down, move to my right, go up and down until I got all the way around, and that that seemed to work. But it had an update, and it's now much better if you stay on the, the, the same plane and spin around on the same plane and then adjust and then spin around and then obviously adjust your camera up or down until you've covered the whole area. But the, it takes some cracking shots. Of course, you don't have to do a complete 360, which I've done. I've done the partials, um, and they're, they're, they're still quite good. But the, the full 360 are pretty awesome. Yeah, and for 99 cents... Hey, cool. Yeah, why not? Speaking of ninety nine cents, uh, that's how much my uh, my app pick is this week, and and I'm having this little case of deja vu. It's almost like I've I've spoken or heard something about this already in the show. Uh, my app pick this yeah. week awesome. is Paco by Tree Men Games. It is ninety nine cents in the iOS app store, and essentially, you know, I guess the question is, how long can you last? in a parking lot with your foot permanently down on the accelerator and an unending swarm of cops willing to sacrifice themselves to get to you. Paco will let you find out. I know. Uh, There's just two controls left and right and so many obstacles in the way. Can you eventually escape? No. Can you ever really win? Uh, No. No. Uh, is it an incredibly fun waste of time? Most certainly. And for 99 cents, you know, I, and I actually talked about this in the review. My only kind of criticism with it was now the, the graphics are, are relatively simple. I mean, it's, it's a Unity game, so it's not going to be super detailed. But as the car spins around, your perspective never changes. So you go around a corner and you're now going in the opposite direction. You can easily get confused. Well, let me rephrase that. I easily get confused between left and right when I'm going in the opposite direction. And I think that the game would be a lot more fun if the perspective was, you know, held firm on the car and the world kind of spun around that so that you could kind of tell what direction it is you needed to go in. But that's just me. That's just, that's just me. Cool. And we have a people's pick. Do we have a people's pick? <laughs> <laughs> we do. It's not even really a people's pick. It's a link to Dorothy Yamamoto's visit to the Peterson Automobile Museum, which she did in the copy of Photo Magico that she won in the uh, <clears throat> the last contest. And there'll be a link in the show notes for for you to go and see it. Yeah. 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 So Facebook, huh? Yeah, 145 you know, likes. That's two extra likes since we were previously. Isn't that just absolutely wonderful? You know what I did? And I have to admit well, this. I went through like all my contacts and it was like, while I was on, because I'm one of the administrators for it. And it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, they may want to know and they may want to know and they may want to know. And there was like 30 or 40 people that I sent a link to to like the MyMac <laughs> podcast page. 
So two of them said, sure. That tells you a lot about, <laughs> tells you a lot about the, the way people is, feel guy, about me. I'm not me. bothered to do that because I'm too embarrassed. <laughs> but to say that you like the My Mac podcast on Facebook? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Okay. Okay, very good. Well, on the plus side, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's any extra people over in Google+. Plus. <laughs> on the plus okay. side. Oh, that was, that was an That's unintentional pun. Yes, very yeah, good. Yeah, great. Mm. Mm. <laughs> if you send in an iTunes review uh, outside of the U.S. or U.K., or even if you've done it in the U.S. and the U.K., please, please, please uh, let us know so that we can read it on the air and send you this this thing that it has to be seen to be believed, and the only way you'll ever see it is if you do an iTunes review. And it's called, you know what it's called, Gaz? Yes. <laughs> and, and as he comes back from wherever it was he was at, <laughs> I can hear you walking back to the desk. <laughs> I was just trying to find out whether someone had left the house. <sighs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, it's called a Wooty. And Gaz knows what a Wooty is, though I don't think I've ever sent you one. Well, you're on it. No. So how would they let... Yeah, I'm on it. You I, are. No, I've seen them. I have seen them. How how would they let me know that they... <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> I am. I don't know who I'm talking to. All you have to do after you've done your iTunes review and it's posted is send me an email to guy, G-U-Y at mymac.com. And you can probably also let me know over there on the Twitter network at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot, this show is just getting so bizarre. Oh, Gaz, how can they get a hold of you? Easily email gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also contact both of us on twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Feedback, feedback at mymac.com is an email address which will go via... Uh, fearlessly. Yeah, it'll go, to, just it'll go to Timmy. <laughs> We've also got a Skype <laughs> Yeah, yeah, do we? Are in you sure? Big, big huge yeah, letters. Have, I am, yes. It's in big G- letters. Huge, hookmungus, plus one, seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Please dial it and bankrupt. Guy. Yes, yes, I wish to be bankrupt through multiple calls to that Skype number, which is seven three four three six nine five zero one. And I would like to say thank you all. Thanks to all of you for whatever reason that you have downloaded the (laughs) MyMac.com podcast. And not only do you not regret it, you are proud of it. And for that alone, I say thank you. Thank you. And the thing is, thank you. they keep down there. I know. That's what's so, so confusing. And, you know, and the thing is, Gaz, that I think this is the <laughs> best show that we've ever done. So they should keep downloading it and that we're good enough. And I keep forgetting to change that in the show notes. Smart enough and doggone it. People just like us. Guy, the dad, a gas gives food in a vega. If some hand dig the art, did war from for a wagon. Guy, ah, he planned the dump, dump, did set a. But I know what dump means. 
<laughs> Doomed. Yeah, that's guy all over. End. End. End, damn it. End this damn End it. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs the Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Blimey. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm like, let, let me be quiet for just a second. That whole first and second section, apart from the bit at the start, I couldn't hear it. And then I just got a bit as I was talking to you and I said, I thought you said something. But now it's all the time. You, you, you're still hearing it now? I can. <laughs> oh, it's breaking up. It's breaking up. Damn it. It's now gone now. It's, it's, this has got to be Skype. It's got to be something with Skype. Yeah, it must be Skype. Don't worry about it. I can I can live without it because it's it's delayed enough for me not to worry about it. And so the weird thing is, sure we don't really have much in the way of Skype delay this week. No, that's just just it's a crazy. Yeah, well, it's a it's like it's a crazy. It's like we either have to have like two seconds of Skype delay or a buzzing interference. We can't have it where it's not either one. However, I think I think that if if Microsoft and Skype try really really hard. They can accomplish both of those things. I think you're right. Yeah, give us delay and have a big buzz at the same time. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> 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 Why don't you bring us in? Well, again, um, yeah, okay. So I started. I brought us in on the second section. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll bring us in. Do you not? Re- do you not remember? It was only about ten minutes ago. Remember what? <laughs> What the hell show is this? I don't know. Five something. Who the hell are you? <laughs> what the hell are these monitors in front of me? <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> I don't like cats. <laughs> Good. Neither do I. Actually, I do like cats. No, sorry, everybody. I do like cats. A revolutionary product comes along. That's what he thought about that revolutionary product. Have you lost your mind? Yes, sir. Right away, sir. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Flash by name. Flash by nature. Oh. Too late, too late, she cried. <laughs> Why didn't you wait for me, said the actress to the bishop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why didn't she wait for him? No, why didn't he, he wait, wait for, for her? her? <laughs> yep, she said, you um, came straight away. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> enough, enough. Yeah, that's not going in the after show. No. Probably best not. Probably not. <laughs> because then everybody would be like... Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what she said. 
Casey? <laughs> what? You're finished? <laughs> That's all right, because just outside the door... I've got it covered. <laughs> I want to be a spaceman. And now you know I've heard that clip many times before. Even though I don't sing it quite the same as the clip I've heard before. What, this one? Yeah. I wish I was, was a spaceman. spaceman. Fastest guy, Fastest guy alive. Fly you around the universe and punch in you Fireball in the XL5. eye. In what? <laughs> Fireball XL5. Oh, I thought it was like in punch you in the eye. 